0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to another podcast. We're so happy that you've joined us for another one. Uh, tonight, we're going to be talking about prayer as a spiritual discipline because that's what we're going through the, the, this month or in the next few months. We're going to go through different spiritual disciplines of the Christian faith. Um, and yeah, tonight we're going to talk about prayer. Um, but before we do, uh, I'm going to pass it off to Andrew. Um, so we can And he'll kind of get us going.
1: that's awesome thank you for the throw you under the bus (laughs) oh it's super thank you for the awesome intro caleb and uh yes so we actually were technically scheduled to talk about finances tonight and what it looks like to give to the church and what it looks like to give to charities and uh so forth things like that but uh, we had to reschedule that one, so we have moved up our podcast on prayer. And I'm super grateful that my dear wife is with us tonight, Charmaine. And Charmaine's actually going to technically lead the discussion tonight. So Caleb and Let's I are going to do that loosely. <laughs> well, lead. we we can we can say that <laughs> loosely for sure. Um, but yeah, she's going to kind of facilitate the conversation tonight. And Caleb and I are going to do our best to chime in with some answers and some experiences, and we'll go from there. So thanks so much, Charmaine, for being here with us tonight uh, on a bit of short notice, but it's great to have you. You certainly, uh, when I think of prayer, uh, you're one of the first people I think of. Mm -hmm. Um, I admire the way you pray, the way you pray. And uh, just your sensitivity to that, I think your wisdom when it comes to prayer—how to pray, what to pray for—those types of things. So I'm I'm looking forward to a good discussion tonight. Yeah, with Yeah, me all too. Of us. So. Absolutely,
2: yeah. It's mm-hmm. always good when we can talk about prayer. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and um, yeah, we're gonna kind of just jump right in, and maybe with a disclaimer um, that like we aren't we aren't experts. There's not um, kind of. I don't know that there is an expert on prayer, or if there is, it's actually probably like, like a little old lady who you would never hear talk about it. Or, yeah. you know, um, I, I, I do think that it's probably someone elderly who has spent their life living a life of prayer, and they're probably too humble and um, private to they just probably wouldn't talk about it. But I feel like that's probably where the most the most expert person um, would be is in someone like that. So um, it, that's just kind of our disclaimer. All of these podcasts are just conversations <laughs> about our own personal experiences and trying to share with you what we maybe have learned to this point as well as get feedback. We always want um, any of you that are out there and watching us, um, feel free to type in the chat any questions, comments, um your own wisdom, please share that with us too because we love to interact as well so
0: and with that too is that like the Bible is something that we we look at and we try to understand it mm. and yeah. who who knows at the end of the you know when this this life is done and we're on to the next life or whatever, we might have gone all wrong <laughs> <laughs> but doing yeah' our best. It, it's, we're just doing our best yeah. trying to figure out you know. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Life with Christ.
2: Yeah, for sure. Totally. And that maybe, um, you know, is actually a good segue into maybe one of the first things I want to say too, is that prayer is actually really vulnerable. Mm. It's something that, especially if we do it in front of anybody else, there's a lot of people that are very nervous to pray out loud in front of anybody. Um, but maybe even there are, um, People who are nervous just to even pray by themselves because they're afraid mm. they're going to get it wrong. Um, and so I think right off the bat, too, we just want to say kind of the same thing, that we're just trying our best. And when you're, mm. when you're praying and talking to God, I mean, there's nobody keeping score. And His grace is sufficient. And He just loves the conversation. So um, I guess I maybe just want to start with that. But let's throw it over to Andrew and just tell us what is prayer to you?
1: <laughs> yeah, awesome. So prayer for me, the simplest definition of it, and, it, and it's my definition literally, and, and other people have the same definition, but my definition of prayer is that simply it's just conversation with God. Um, now, when I say God, I also kind of, uh, I tend to pray to to God in the sense of our triune God. So I literally will say, I'll I'll almost have conversation with God as God the Father and Jesus the Son and the Holy Spirit in the sense that I recognize first off of um, essentially God the creator in that and then Jesus the one who has uh, saved us essentially and then obviously the Holy Spirit that's been left for us to continue to guide us. So for me it's simply just conversation with, with my triune God. Mm-hmm.
2: cool Caleb how about for you what is prayer to you
0: um so I grew up with uh like my my youth pastor kind of I mean I, I grew up in a Christian home so like prayer obviously uh, was part of my upbringing <laughs> right. and like we would pray at the uh, beginning of the meal and we would pray together sometimes um and all, also at church so that was like my original introduction but mm-hmm. When, th- when it kind of got a little more real was when, uh, like, a youth group, um, my youth pastor at the time, I like, talked about how it, it's prayer is just conversation with God, that, like, you don't have to, like, it doesn't have to be really about anything important always. Mm-hmm. It's just about building relationship with God, just like building relationships with people on earth, mm-hmm. that it's just having that dialogue. So, like, at the time, I was really into skateboarding, <laughs> not so much these days, I kind of hurt afterwards.
2: <laughs> Are you too old, Caleb, now to skateboard? No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Maybe a little bit. No. I mean, I still do a little bit, but anyways, that's off topic. Um, but he, he talked about how, like, okay, if you land a sweet trick on your skateboard, like, talk to God about mm-hmm. it. If you fall, talk to God about it. Also, like, you know, you could talk to him about big things. Like, if something big is happening in your life, like, either, like, a loss or, like, something really great is happening in your life, mm-hmm. like, just talk to God about it. He just wants to to hear from us always like he wants that dialogue and that relationship with us. Yeah. So that's kind of like my approach.
2: Yeah, it's great. Um I'm looking at definitions that uh I have looked up so Webster
0: or was it again? Webster's Webster's dictionary well, says. Yeah,
2: actually well this one is Wikipedia, which <laughs> I know there's mixed reviews on. <laughs> but um it's inter- this first one I don't even know where this first one is from, but um It says, prayer is talking to God and listening for God to talk to us, Mm. opening Mm. our hearts, um, our fears, our desires, our joys, our sadness, and letting God know how we feel. I like that. Yeah. Um, This is more formal from Wikipedia. Prayer is an invocation or act that seeks to activate a rapport with our object of worship. So we're talking about God through deliberate communication. So actually, that's similar, Caleb, to what you said, just... Um, like building a relationship. Yeah. So it's just interesting how it says to activate a rapport. <laughs> um, <laughs> in a narrow sense, the term <laughs> refers to an act of supplication or intercession mm. directed towards a deity. So again, for us, we are talking about God. So yeah, absolutely. Um, a conversation in the most simplest form. It's just a conversation with God. Yeah, um,
1: I liked that one definition there that, um, mentioned the word listening mm-hmm. as well. <clears throat>
0: mm-hmm. And I
1: mean, that's, that's certainly a part of a conversation, but I, I have to, I have to be more intentional in my conversation with God to also bring about some time to listen to him, um, and to actually try to s- hear what he's saying to me in that prayer. So
2: yeah, absolutely. But, and I think, um, I know personally, I find that very, very hard. Um, like I have, um, done it where, yeah, you set a timer for one minute or two minutes and you just sit there in silence and it is incredible. The number of distractions, you <laughs> hear the furnace come on, you hear the tick, tick, tick of the clock that's in the room. You think about what you're going to make for supper and what you still need to get at the grocery store, like all of these things. So it's, it, we are, again, we're in this series of discipline, yeah. And so that is um that is a big part of it. Caleb, how do you find the the silent part of prayer?
0: Um Yeah, like I relate to that because like even when you're outside and it's dead quiet like in the morning or something like that or at night, like at night you hear like the crickets and stuff and then in the morning you hear the birds chirping and then like mm. you kind of just get sucked in by that. <laughs> at least for me (laughs) i get distracted pretty easily um i find like when i'm doing something i can concentrate a lot more so like a lot of times i do my my praying like when i'm driving with my eyes open
2: (laughs) (laughs) good to know good to know know. but
0: it's just it's a way to just for me to concentrate a little more
2: yeah yeah Yeah, great
1: disclaimer please if you pray (laughs) and drive (laughs) Pray with your eyes open. <laughs> even if you have a Tesla, <laughs> even, if, yeah, even if
0: you have a car, a car
1: that self drives, please keep your eyes open.
2: <laughs> so when you're when you are driving with your eyes open and praying, are you talking out loud, Caleb?
0: Um, I personally do. Yeah, me too. Sometimes I like I won't, but like yeah. a lot of times I will. Yeah. I feel like crazy, but I feel like it's less crazy now because. Um, because you, Bluetooth <laughs> yeah, is a exactly, common thing. Exactly. So you see people talking to their car all the time. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but to me, I don't know. It, that That's what works for me most times.
2: Yeah. I actually think it helps to, I think it helps you concentrate more. Yeah.
0: And um, yeah. Get it out there. I yeah. think it's almost like a bit like therapeutic yeah. to actually just speak it. But that's just me.
2: Well, I mean, when you think about, I mean, when, when you and I, Andrew, are in a car driving and we're talking to one another, we're building a rapport with one another. We're sharing our fears, our thoughts, our, you know, our frustrations, our joys. And that's what prayer is. And so to talk out loud to God is actually not at all weird. Um, Yeah.
1: No, I think it's I think it's good to mention that you can do both. Whether someone oh, prays sure. out loud, totally, yes, or totally. They pray, <laughs> pray quietly. As... No, our words are law. <laughs> I remember um, years ago uh, being in a minivan, and I was driving with our with the lead pastor at the time. I was a youth pa- or I was associate pastor, and uh, the lead pastor is like, "Oh, let's spend some time praying on the way home," <clears throat> and I was like, "Oh yeah, that's a great idea." He said, well, you go ahead and start. And I remember immediately as I was driving, closing my eyes. And then I remember like seconds later just being like, whoa, I can't do this. I can't uh, I can't close my eyes while I drive and pray. That's, that's awesome. That's not a good idea. But I also remember thinking like that really helped me to also um, look at prayer in a different way. That I could pray with my eyes open and pray while I was driving. And so... That was for me just kind of um, a real <laughs> eye opener. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, where's that sound? Effect? <laughs> yeah, where's the drum roll on that? One? <laughs> so, oh, but man. yeah, no, for me it it certainly was. It was uh, an opportunity to just go, wow, like I can. There's because there's just so much time for me personally spent in a vehicle, mm. and yeah. I'm like, man, like it's just you know, it's just such an opportunity to pray for people. Pray for my family, pray for myself, pray for our kids, pray for our church family, uh, friends, you know, it's certainly lots to pray about. Yeah, yeah for sure.
0: And I think that's why I like praying while driving is because like, what else am I going to do while driving besides mm. like, I guess, listen to music or yeah. a podcast. But speaking of which, you can listen to our podcast on Spotify while you're driving <laughs> when you're not Ba-ba-ba. praying. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it's a great time to do it. It's yeah. Like it's kind of if you ha- get into that routine, it kind of helps. Because mm-hmm. sometimes it's it's easy to fall into a routine of a a life of where with no prayer. But um yeah, getting that routine of like, and it doesn't have to be in a car. It could be other other things though too. Of like just yeah, having that routine of just like that just kind of pushes you to pray. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, in a car it helps because what else are you gonna do sometimes? But. Yeah, well, totally. and I really, sorry,
1: go ahead, Shermie.
2: No, I was just, I don't remember who it was, but somebody in our life in the past has talked about um, every time they come to a stop sign or a stop light.
1: Right, yeah.
2: And they I think they pray for something very specific yep. that's connected to that.
1: Yeah. Um, well, and that's, like, red lights are my biggest pet peeve, honestly. <laughs> like, they just drive me crazy and... I remember thinking that a while back, too. And I actually I said that in a sermon. I'm not sure when and where, maybe even a couple of years ago or something for our own church. It just said, hey, when you come to a red light. Think about it as an opportunity to pray. Just don't get so distracted that you, uh, when the light turns green, <laughs> you don't move your car. Well, and so. I've heard
0: from people, too, it's an opportunity to pray for people around you, mm. like yeah. at the stoplight. Yeah, oh, that's like, cool. You, yeah. you don't really know them. But like just praying for them and praying for safety and for peace for the, peace for them and stuff. Yep. I thought that was a really cool idea. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. Oh, no, absolutely.
1: It.
2: Very cool. Okay, so we've talked just a little bit about what prayer is and we're going to come back to that. But let's just right away kind of jump into what prayer is not. What isn't it? So who wants to... Who wants to Go jump?
0: for it, Caleb. Nose goes. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Caleb is in.
0: Okay. Um, I I think a one tip. I think I could. I don't know. Would I think one tip that I have is like prayer isn't something that is so structured that there's no meaning. Mm. Uh, I think we could fall into a, like into a routine where. Like, even with, like, praying for your meal, where it's just so routine, there's mm-hmm. no meaning behind it, mm-hmm. you, you just, you kind of get into a bit of, like, a script mm-hmm. of, like, God, thank you so much for this food, I pray you bless blessing mm-hmm. to our bodies, mm-hmm. help us have a good day, and do the same Like, you know, it's such, yep. so scripted, where there's no meaning behind it, yeah. where, like, it's good to think about what you're actually praying. Yeah. Um, it's, like, same thing as, like, having a conversation with someone, and, like, it's just super routine, like, mm. how you doing? Oh, yeah. busy. um yeah yeah, I think that's probably something what comes to mind for me at least yep
1: Andrew no that's super cool And, and actually I think that's really interesting that you said that because I was just reading uh before we went live here just some extra material about prayer and so forth and one of the authors had said we often forget that When Jesus taught us the Lord's Prayer in Scripture, and there's two places He teaches us that He teaches us in Luke chapter 11 and in Matthew chapter 6. But the author of this article had said that Jesus didn't preach or didn't teach us that prayer for it to be a memorized, like, everyday prayer. He taught it as an illustration in. The principles of prayer so in other words like hmm. he teaches us to honor our father immediately right so the first part is our father in heaven hallowed be your name so there, there's a there's a practice here in terms of how he teaches us to pray in terms of the the principles of the prayer but it wasn't hmm. actually designed to be this um memorized prayer not that hmm. i think it's wrong to have that prayer no, memorized for sure. yeah but like, what has cracked me up in the years is like when Christians got so so upset about the Lord's Prayer being taken out of public school, mm. and I just sit there and go like, that's your basis of prayer? Like that's that's what's gonna make you so upset? And I don't know. I just I just don't get that thing. So for me, that's not what prayer is. I don't think prayer is something that. Um, is structured that way. I don't think it's wrong to have good habits and be in habits and to have even a possible like, okay, every morning at seven, I pray. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But I think it's really got to be tempered with what our heart is doing and not just a memorized prayer for the sake of praying it. So there's a difference between habit and And a a difference, I guess, between repetition in the sense of just repeating something for the sake of being able to do it. So,
0: yeah. Yeah. I I can definitely relate to that. Like, I grew up with saying at school um, Mm. because, like, I went to a Christian Christian high school Mm. and, like, that was the routine we had, which, like, sometimes it was awesome, but, like, sometimes Mm. it was just, like, the routine of the morning of, like, listening to announcements and then sing the national Mm -hmm. anthem and then the Lord's Prayer. Um, But, like, sometimes it was, like, great because it was, like, like it was a true example and just reflecting on the true example and the kind of the map of how to pray was like actually pretty interesting but for well, those who it, don't have any like backing to
1: what it means though it, yeah yep yeah. and again i don't think it's wrong to to have these habits under to no, these things for sure. repetition no. like we right. Like people often say, you know about sermons, well, tell me what you remember about the last five sermons, mm-hmm. and people can remember <laughs> next to nothing. Right. <laughs> but the illustration we use is, well, you wouldn't stop eating because you don't remember what you ate three nights ago at supper, right? Like yeah, so there there's still something about feeding yourself essentially with uh, devotions and or prayer, whatever it might be in terms of our spiritual disciplines or whether it's listening to messages or sermons um, but we may not you know we may not remember those things but it doesn't mean we shouldn't do them well, and but so just, i just don't want people to yeah get into a habit of of doing things for a checklist yeah totally to like i think that's yes. the danger I, I, yep. I
0: and i think like sometimes like those repetition type things are good because mm-hmm. sure you might not remember remember you know, what you were talking about, how you might not remember what you ate three days ago, mm-hmm. but there's going to be a, like a time when all of a sudden, like, you're gonna be like, oh man, I ate this chicken. And it was amazing. <laughs> yeah. But like, same thing with like sermons. And this is a little bit off topic or by like, you know, there's going to be a day where like you might actually pick, uh, grab something from that sermon mm-hmm. and use it for something mm-hmm. or yep. doing that prayer thing might, might help in the future as well. Yep.
1: Yeah, no. If we don't develop good habits, like good habits are good habits for a reason, right? Yeah. So.
2: Yeah, and there there are times we'll, I think we'll come back, but yeah, we've bunny trailed a little,
0: little, a little bit.
1: Totally, <laughs> totally
2: fine. Because I think there are, I think there's also great value in those rote prayers. Yeah. Um, or the, because there's, tradition is really important. Yeah. In families and in churches, um, and for those people who who really feel inadequate or are just starting in their prayer. Yeah. Like I remember when um, our one friend, Michelle, they were new to the faith and she said to me, she said, Charmaine, like, do you pray before supper? And I said, yes, we do. And she said, how did you learn to do that? Mm. And I remember talking to my dad and saying to my dad, I almost didn't know what she meant because I was born into a Christian family where we we prayed before supper. It just, you just bowed your head and prayed. Mm-hmm. And I never was, I was never taught to do that. We just always did it. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And so she, she said, you know, I feel bad because we'll get some nights halfway through our supper and I, I'll realize we forgot to pray, you know? And I remember saying like, that's fine. Like it's no big deal. You can, if you want, you can stop right then and pray mm-hmm. or, you know, but then she said, but too, like, what do you say? And mm-hmm. that's when some of those prayers like um yeah. what's the
1: Lord bless, Lord his, bless food. his food, right?
2: Yep. For Jesus' sake, Amen. Um,
0: or the uh, Johnny Appleseed. <laughs> oh,
2: yes. So exactly. We have yeah. really good friends who, when we're together with them, they live in Windsor. And um, when we're together with them, yep. we have to do that at least once because that's a, it's a part of our tradition before mm-hmm. we eat a meal. And so, yeah, there's very much, there's value in both. Um, but I
1: also remember, like, so I grew up with the Lord blesses food in Jesus name. Amen. Yeah and it for me like it, it developed a good habit but it also developed just a yeah uh, you could just I, w- I want to be very careful but like almost a meaningless to it, it absolutely me. and so yes. when we became parents yeah we had said what's really important for us so we took the tradition of yes. praying at the meal yeah and we shifted it to be like okay we're not going to teach our kids just this one line prayer right And not that I think if my parents are listening, I don't, Mom, Dad, I don't think you did anything (laughs) wrong in teaching me that. (laughs) No, Um, yeah, not at all. But for us, it was important for our kids to learn how to just kind of pray on their own and tell Jesus what they were actually thinking while still being thankful. Because I think it's super important that we're thankful and and we'll come back to that. I think that's a really important Mm, part of prayer uh, in any prayer. Yeah,
2: Yeah, and that brings up uh, just as a a mm -hmm. reminder, as you're saying that, what we did when our kids were little and had friends over. Um, again, we were so used to bat. We actually hold hands when we pray before supper time. and um, Or try to. Or, or try to. <laughs> did you notice at supper? Anderson, our 17-year-old son, actually held my hand for prayer. He <laughs> hasn't done that in a couple of years. It's to, like a like,
1: Christmas Ooh. miracle. <laughs> <laughs> it is.
2: I was, I was like, oh, he's actually going to hold my hand. It was great. But when, when our friends our kids would have friends over, I would say to them, so in this house, before we eat, we just take a moment and we, we thank God for the food because we, um, we just want to say thank you to him. And that was like, I think that was a really good thing for us to do too, because if you just bowed your heads, all of a sudden these poor kids who didn't come from that tradition were like, what's I mean, going what on? <laughs> right. And then, then it's weird. Whereas yep. when I would say, so in this house, we just do this quick thing. We thank God for our food and then we'll eat. And if you're comfortable holding hands, we'll hold hands. If not, that's cool. But like it, again, just um, a little bit of education about what yep. we're doing. Yeah. And I think... Um,
1: and it's a bit of a witness too, obviously. Oh, right?
2: absolutely. So. And we would pray for them, for the, the special friend that was there, for their family, for maybe what was going on in their life. If they got a new bike or a pet or like something... Because God does care about
1: mm-hmm.
2: those details. And so it is your opportunity. Um, I want to circle back just a tiny bit where I think there are times when those rote prayers, um, when we don't have words, mm-hmm. yeah, that those are the prayers that then we do fall back on. Mm. Or that have deeper meaning when we've left them for a time and we come back. Or like the, the Apostles' Creed. Like that mm. has... Yeah. Much deeper meaning now to me than it did when it was just part of what we did in a service right. all the time. Yep. But had I never learned it, mm. it would not be meaningful to me now.
1: Mm. Yeah, um, no, that's interesting.
0: I think there's an aspiration side of it too. He's like, mm. there's been times where like I haven't felt comfortable praying certain things because i I've just like, it mental, like mentally I was like an, in an angry spot, mm-hmm. but like doing a prayer that like is more positive and stuff yeah. like is because I'm trying to aspire to be be that at that point. Yeah. Because like I want to get better. Yeah. Um circling back a little bit. Um a lot of what we're talking about kind of reminds me of piano lessons because <laughs> there's some things with piano lessons like you start off at, like if you're a kid or like I I did piano lessons when I was in high school. Yeah. But like you start off with like your uh, scales and you're like, why am I doing this? This is so stupid. (laughs) And like, I totally don't understand why I'm doing this right now. Like, what's the point of this? I just want to play a song. Yep. Um, I think a part of like doing these practices is sort of like doing that where like at first you don't fully understand Mm -hmm. it, but eventually you get there and you do. Yep. Yep. Well,
2: and what you're doing. So like, so yeah, when you talk about that with scales, it's, um, you're increasing your memory, right? Finger memory. Yep and so absolutely and it's, it's a getting great, more comfortable uh, yeah it's a but it's a great analogy of all we're doing is is training our prayer memories or our, um, Abil- our ability muscles, muscles or, yeah. yeah going back yep. to
0: the whole muscle analogy that we brought up
1: every single podcast <laughs> discipline, <laughs> we'll <some> <laughs>
0: discipline.
1: <laughs> dun,
2: dun, dun.
1: but even like again just going to how Jesus taught us to prayer in the Lord's prayer. Like mm-hmm. Caleb, what you said, you know, sometimes when we're angry or we're not mm-hmm. feeling like we're in that frame of mind to pray, like one of his examples was to forgive your enemies. Right. Mm-hmm. And that, that isn't again about that, you know, just being able to say that that's about being able to work on our heart condition yeah, in terms of our anger and our forgiveness or whatever, right. Towards. Yeah people who've wronged us and uh yep. so it's so much deeper than just saying the line yeah, so yeah to speak. totally so yeah yeah i agree
2: i remember um one uh, beautiful example that i think just plays in with what we're talking about a bit was um our friend nettie um gave an example of sometimes what she will do is just take one line and so the line she used as her example was the lord is my shepherd Mm -hmm. and just that line, she said that she laid down on her bed, she closed her eyes, and she said that line, but she said it five times, and each time she put the emphasis on a different word. Mm. So it was, "The the Lord is my shepherd. 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 Do you feel that? Like just mm-hmm. even yeah. in doing that, like yep. our heart rates slowed, our, our posture changed, and just the most simple thing, and yet a discipline. Mm-hmm. To actually just take the time and go, okay, I remember her talking about it, and it was moving when she talked about it. Yeah, It's very different than when I do it myself. Mm. And I can feel the Lord and the Holy Spirit just ministering to me through that very, very simple exercise. And I think that's part of what we also want to do through this podcast is not just... Just talk. Oh, I think this. I think that. I think that. I think we also want to give you tools. Yep. Um. So that if any of this, if you go, oh, that's new. I didn't know that before, or I didn't, you know. Yep. Or I've forgotten. Um. That's that's our heart, really, is what.
0: Totally.
1: Yeah. What we're. we're Well, I think again. I I don't know if we said this at the beginning, but like prayer. We're talking about a subject tonight that thousands and thousands of books have been written on. (laughs) Everybody under the sun has a different opinion on what prayer is and what it isn't. Um, Scripture, I I think sometimes for me, I get frustrated and we're talking, we're at the segment where we're talking about what prayer isn't. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I think we've made prayer too much and I want to be really Mm -hmm. careful how I say that as a pastor because I think we've just... um, we're looking for it to be some things that it maybe isn't. Um, <clears throat> so let me give you an example, and, and this is a a very um, extreme example. But I remember being at a pastor's conference, and the pastor really felt led to pray for people for healing, for physical healing, and that that was good. Like I'm like, hey, right on. Like I totally believe this. But as he did that he started to do it in such a way that he started to get a lot more emphatic about it. Um, really kind of riled up about it. And then he'd come up to some people that he was praying for and he'd be, and he would literally ask them like, you know, what are you feeling? And, and so forth. And people would be like, Oh, well, I, I feel a little bit. And he'd be like, okay, well, I think this person is maybe 10% healed. We need to continue to pray. And he started to put like numbers mm. around this thing. And, That's when I just was like, okay, this is so, this turned into something that's so not biblical Mm -hmm. now. Um, Mm -hmm. And so that's like, when we talk about dangers of prayer, like that's one of the danger areas for sure is, is it around how we pray for healing? Yes, Mm -hmm. we need to pray for healing, but we also need to be very careful as Christ followers, how we do this one, because we want to remain scriptural about it. Um, which there are some great examples about that. And James talks about, you know, bring the elders together to pray for the person for healing, Mm -hmm. let that person confess anything that they need to confess before you anoint them with oil and then pray over them. Right. Um, but then it doesn't go on to say things like, well, if that person isn't healed immediately to make it (laughs) some (laughs) kind of weird show or something Mm -hmm. like that. Right. So, so that, you know, it's, it's complicated for sure. And it's tricky. Um, yeah but, but we need to be wise in this. We need to be aware of it. And, um, you know, just having a conversation earlier today about different faith backgrounds and, mm. and different emphasis they've put on prayer. Like when, after people have passed away, for instance, mm. you know, if we're unsure of where they're heading, you know, whether they're going to heaven or hell and the opportunity to quote unquote, pray them into heaven and things like that. Like mm. the, those just aren't scriptural things. Mm. Um, so uh, we certainly need to know scripture. We need to read scripture about prayer and maybe less of all the books and all the people that are on YouTube talking about it and stuff like including that. Us. <laughs> including us. Including um, us. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Touche, right? Touche. Um, but I, I just really want to encourage people to just read, read the scriptures about prayer um, and keep it keep it that. Don't get too distracted by what you see in other people per se. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't know.
2: Caleb, any, uh, any thoughts on what prayer isn't?
1: Yeah. I was just
0: actually thinking, um, I fall into the habit where I don't think God wants to hear my problems. Mm. Mm -hmm. So I don't pray about it. And also, In conjunction with that, that God knows everything, so he he already knows my problems, Mm, so I don't have to talk about it. Yeah, and I don't want to bother him with my issues because they're just small (laughs) compared to some people. He's busy. (laughs) He's busy. You know, the God who's, you know, all of everything. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. All of good and all has like all the time and yeah, has no has no time for my things. (laughs) (laughs) But like, I hit a spot in my, my life where I've kind of realized, no, God, God wants me to ask. For, like That was another thing too, is like, you grew up with like your Sunday school te- teacher saying, Oh, you can't ask for things like more, but like they're talking about like, okay, like a new bike, which you don't really need. Right. Um, Which you can still talk to God about, but like, it's not like he's a genie though. Yeah. Right. But yeah. if you actually have legit needs, he wants you to, to tell, to, to tell them, it actually mm-hmm. talks in scripture about that, yep. of like, yep. t- uh, you know, asking for what you need. Yep. Um, Present. and I hit yep. a point in my life where I, I was like, I kind of realized that. And at the time I was like really struggling, like mm. a financially and like, just because I was trying to find a job and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. like I did it and like all of a sudden he provided, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. was like amazing. But like yep. for a long time, I didn't really think I could do that. Um, yep. so I think that's a thing and I know, like, I kind of talked about what you can do with prayer, right. <laughs> but like the side of it though, that you, you know, you don't feel adequate mm-hmm. to be able to be is like, <laughs> your needs aren't, aren't, aren't big enough. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like those are, that's wrong. Like you can yeah. totally talk about what you need with God. Yeah. And, um, and he wants to hear all, every, everything that's going on in your life. Yeah. Um, and don't, like, yes, he knows everything and stuff, but he still wants us to talk to him about it. Yeah,
2: yep. yeah, absolutely. I think, um, I know yeah. what I often think of is that um, prayer is not a slot machine. <laughs> like, mm. yeah. we we don't get to just say, you know, I want this, this, and this, and then pull the handle and <laughs> hope for the cherries and like, woo It's like, all chance. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and if, you know, if God doesn't answer our prayers in the ways that we want. Uh, I think we have to be very careful to we have to guard against bitterness and maybe the things we were praying for weren't within his will or maybe they were, but for whatever reason he said no. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, especially if when we're praying, you know, we can get into some very difficult situations where we're praying for someone else and that we love and we want god to heal them and from disease or from um, just trial the trials of life and if if god doesn't answer those prayers it doesn't mean we've done anything wrong it doesn't mm. mean we've yeah. prayed wrong it doesn't mean our faith wasn't strong enough he says we just have to have the faith of a mustard seed which is mm. really like nothing it's yeah just a whisper of a of of trust and
0: well there's that cliche where like and this is like i don't know kind of upsets me because like it hurts it hurts so many people Mm -hmm. when people say like oh you just need to pray more yeah when like (laughs) there's no like level of prayer like you. if something doesn't happen like don't blame yourself because either you didn't, you didn't pray the right way or you didn't pray enough or anything like that. Like, I don't fully understand God's plan, but like, he does have a plan.
1: Yeah, absolutely. When we, when we say things like that, you're actually, in in my opinion, you're, you're insulting who God is, Mm -hmm. right? Like (laughs) for someone to say to another person, well, you need to pray more or you need to, maybe you're not praying wrong or maybe there's a sin in your life that, you know, whatever, all that stuff. I just go like, you're you're making it more about the person than you are about God, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And yeah. if we believe God to be who he is, um, you know, looking at Matthew chapter six, like just reading it again. And it says, when you pray, don't be like the hypocrites. And this is Matthew chapter six, verse five. You know, they love to pray standing in the synagogues and mm-hmm. on the street corners. Mm-hmm. And he says, Truly, I tell you, they have received the reward in full. So that's not good news for them. <laughs> but he says, But when you pray, go into your room, mm-hmm. close the door, and pray to your father who is unseen. Mm-hmm. Then your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. And when you pray, do not keep on babbling like pagans. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, it's just funny, and, and I don't think, like, I think there's a lot to be taught about this idea of babbling like pagans, because um, I think there's some, some stuff to unpack there, but essentially what Jesus is saying is just tell me what you need, and then he goes on to say that he says, for they think they're going to be heard with their many words. But he mm-hmm. says, "Don't be like them, for your father's knows what you need." Well, I think that
0: like, right? like points out more of uh, about it doesn't have to be perfect, because right, like mm-hmm. those the Pharisees and stuff were trying to sit down mm-hmm. as perfect yeah. and as clean, mm-hmm. which yeah. catches me up sometimes mm-hmm. because like I hear other people like pray so well <laughs> and speak yep. so well, and I'm not good with words a lot of times, and it trips me up. But like, no, like okay, the Pharisees tried to sound perfect and like, they probably rehearsed it and stuff mm-hmm. like that, right. but it yeah. doesn't have to be that. Yeah. It, it, and he, he almost points out it even more where it does, you know, whose bedroom is clean, right? Yeah. <laughs> like go into your room and like, and pray, right? It doesn't yeah. have yeah. to be a perfect situation or a perfect, yep. you know, lead done. Yep. Um. Yeah. Yeah, no, exactly.
1: Yeah, no, for sure.
2: So let's just get into f- the discipline of prayer for a minute. So, um, Andrew, do you have like a, Prayer discipline, what does that look like for you?
1: That's a great question. Um,
2: Why, thank you. I'm glad yeah, I asked.
1: Yeah, I'm glad you asked it too. <laughs> thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you very much. I'm here for 20 um, more minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not here all week. Just 20 more minutes. Please leave your tips in the jar. though. Imagine
0: if God was like that with prayer. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, let's just kidding. By bit. the way, that, 20 minutes. that was just a joke. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> no, no doubt. Um, so my, my discipline is, is disciplined, but not, not super disciplined in the sense of I'm not a, you know, wake up at a certain time and have 10 minutes of prayer here and there. My discipline certainly is praying every night before I fall asleep. I do a lot of prayer before I fall asleep, just praying for everything under the sun, really just really Mm -hmm. what comes to me. Um, so again, that's not disciplined in the sense of, I don't have a list. I don't write Mm -hmm. anything out. I don't follow a pattern of anything. I just pray what, what I feel comes to me and who more specifically, just who comes to my mind, Mm -hmm. which is all over the place from, friends of the past, to current friends, to relatives, to our church, to, yeah, just certainly my kids, my Mm -hmm. wife. Mm -hmm. Um, And I've shared this in sermons too with our church people. I I start off really simple. The first thing I say is, Lord, thank you for my bed. (laughs) (laughs) I do. I just, I love my bed and I'm never I'm not ungrateful for it. Mm. And it seems Mm. really trite and goofy to say, Lord, thank you for my bed. But there's a lot of people in this world that don't have a nice bed. Mm. And so Mm. I need to be mindful of that. Um, So it's things like that. Um, And then every morning I wake up and my first prayer is, Lord, thank you that I'm alive. Hmm. and thank you that I have breath and um you know I'm and I'm not a morning guy at all I do not like what mornings. That's, <laughs> yeah. an understatement. Wow, that's, that's not new um, <laughs> to people who know me that's certainly not new maybe to someone listening they're like oh really you're not a morning guy nope not for a guy
0: morning. who has to get up early for Sunday
1: morning <laughs> yeah exactly. exactly yeah every Sunday morning is an <laughs> is uh is an early morning for me that's for sure but um so that that's kind of my pattern, my discipline, um, and discipline yeah. is probably a really poor word in that because it's it's certainly what I do, but it's not anything very orchestrated. So, yeah. and then I pray a, a lot in the car. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah.
2: Cool, Caleb. How about for you?
0: Um, I kind of shared about it a little bit earlier. Like the car is definitely mm-hmm. um my space, especially like when I'm dr- well. M- primarily when i'm driving alone yeah um it's yeah being able to tr- do something that just keeps my my head focused on prayer mm-hmm. um we and me and my wife will pray like for meals mm-hmm. most of the time and yeah that i don't i don't have like a like i know i have friends who have like very strict disciplines but mine's a little less i guess strict mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, but, and not saying one's better than the other. Um, mm. like yeah. I have one friend in particular that like gets up really early and prays and for him that works awesome. Yep. And that's what he, he, he needs to do. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. and it can
1: work for other people as well. Um, for me, yeah. It's I very- remember, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> a guy came to me one time and he was telling me about this amazing message he had heard and, and this pastor that he was following in the States that he thought was just amazing. And one of the reasons he was following this pastor is because this pastor prayed every morning from 5.30 to 8.30 in the morning. That mm-hmm. was his routine. Mm-hmm. And I thought, yeah, that's really awesome. But mm-hmm. that is not me. <laughs> and, you know, could it be me? Possibly, I guess, sure. if I want to work on that or if I saw yeah. that type of value in it per se. But I think what, like f- for this guy, this specific pastor in the States, he would make the statement, if I don't do this, my day is lost to the devil essentially. Mm-hmm. And those are the things, like when I hear those statements, I get a little bit concerned. I, like a part of it is admirable and another part of it is concerning because I'm like, okay, so if you don't get your three hours of prayer in, like your day is lost to Satan. And I'm like, Don't we have the authority in Christ to just claim that back in a moment, Mm -hmm. like rather Mm -hmm. than a three-hour prayer? So, again, you know, this is where I think some of the debate or some of the um, confusion or frustration comes in when we teach about prayer, when we listen to people's personal stories, because that's that's this guy's personal story. Mm -hmm. Who am I necessarily to argue with that? His
2: personal conviction. Um,
1: His personal conviction. But... A part of me is just like, yeah, I'm. I'm also a firm believer in that we can take back any moment um, with a simple prayer that just says, "Lord, sure. give me back this moment." Yeah. And we pray that in Jesus' name, and and we carry on. But yeah. anyway, I think
0: like first off, I should say like I I don't know. There's probably ways that I could be better with my prayer life. Mm. Uh, I'm not saying like my the way I do things is perfect. Mm. Um. I think too, like it's, even if it's not perfect, I think it's good to just try. Cause I know mm-hmm. some people like, mm-hmm. in, like who don't pray a whole lot because they just don't see the relevance mm. where like the prayer is very relevant. And I actually probably was one of these people who actually didn't find prayer that's super relevant mm. Mm. when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it's very relevant and it does work. Like mm. it's not mm. just something that's like a therapeutic thing. It's like yep. it legit like works. Mm-hmm. yep um yeah Oh it's good so it's if you're gonna if you're not praying uh if you don't have a, a way, like a routine of like praying prayer or adding it to your life i think like just trying anything mm-hmm. and starting anywhere is mm-hmm. it will will be a very beneficial thing
1: mm-hmm. yep. yep absolutely
2: yeah for sure and there's i think there's different seasons of our lives um you know when my Kids were babies, and you were up in the middle of the night to do a feeding. Um, I can remember, you know, those were the days of the church bulletin, and there were prayer requests in mm-hmm. the in the church bulletin. And I remember getting up for, um, I don't know how many feeds that I got up that I just kind of have, you know, while I was half awake, I fed my babies. But then um, I remember thinking, oh, I've like I have fifteen or twenty minutes here, and I started to keep that piece of paper. Um, on the couch where I would do the feed and, and uh, I could pray through even in my half asleep stupor, but I remember um, just making that an intentional use for that time. It was like, well, I'm up anyhow. I might mm-hmm. as well yep. <laughs> spend a bit of time in prayer. Yep. Um, I think there's times too when, you know, for me personally, if I feel like um, what I'm praying about is extra heavy or burdensome I'll kneel um Mm -hmm. you know beside my bed because Mm -hmm. um that just there's just these times when it feels like um the posture of kneeling is needed um
1: and that's and that's great to also go with what is prayer and what isn't prayer Mm -hmm. yeah Um, Yeah. sure whether we're closing our eyes whether we're kneeling whether we're laying down whether we're sitting Mm -hmm. like yeah. All of those have different moments and different seasons in them. There may be there have been times where I've got to the foot of my bed on my knees because mm-hmm. I've just felt like I need to be in a different posture. Mm-hmm. But most of my times are just laying down normally yeah. yep. with my head on my pillow and yep. praying away, right? Yep. And uh, so yeah, yeah,
2: absolutely. Again, it just yeah, it can take so many, so many different forms, um, and be a different discipline as well, depending on the season of life we're in, or if if what we are doing is feeling stale, or mm-hmm. repetitive, mm-hmm. or losing its meaning, then there's value in, in saying, okay, for a season, I'm gonna try you know, something new, and it's gonna look like this, or whatever. For a while, I met a friend every Wednesday morning. We met at 6 a.m., and we walked together for an hour, but while we walked, we prayed. Mm. Out loud, just as if we were having a chit-chat. And as we met people, we'd say, hey, and then we'd just keep on praying as we kept walking. And it was a really beautiful um, season of life as well. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I'm just looking at our time, so I want to just get through. Um, there are different types of prayer. So we're going to, it's kind of like a game show. <laughs> top five answers on the board.
0: <laughs> we, we did a, uh, like a
1: survey. <laughs> We surveyed a hundred (laughs) people.
2: So, can you name the different types of prayer, Caleb, Andrew, whoever? Just throw something out.
0: (laughs) So
1: I'm, I'm not. I might need one example to. to Yeah, I don't know fully what you mean because I think there's a difference between. um, There's possibly a difference between types of prayer and or aspects within a prayer. Okay. Right. So, for instance, Ele- for me, elements? for me, there sh- should be some Types. key elements in a prayer, and I'll just quickly, such as? such as thankfulness. Like ding ding. Okay,
2: that's one of them right there. So
1: there's a thankful prayer.
2: <laughs> Gratitude and Thanksgiving. Yeah.
1: Okay. So for me, though, and maybe within this game of the five things, <laughs> those would be five things that I'd want to incorporate maybe in every prayer. I don't know. So do you want me to continue to go on, or do you want? Caleb to train. Oh, well, Caleb, one do you have a guess? Okay. <laughs> and again, I don't none know of what, these are wrong. This is not I, I, like I just don't know what to call exhaustive.
0: them. Like, ah <laughs> oh, man, I, yeah,
1: I, I, I'm drawing a blank. Okay, so back to me for two points. Then <laughs> <laughs> um, nice. it's better than I'm when you're on say, Family Feud. Gonna use Badooch. Some, I'm gonna <laughs> oh, thanks, nice burn, burn. Um I'm gonna use a big fancy word called petition. Ooh, yeah. okay.
2: Petition.
1: Is yes. that on the top five? Well kind of, maybe not. It, <laughs> it's
2: it would be it would fall under requests yeah, and yeah, supplications. Yeah. Yeah. There's a bigger word. Supplication. Yes.
1: Boom. Yep.
2: Um yes. Okay.
1: okay. So Caleb, you wanna try again now that we're on No, I'm good. <laughs> You're
2: okay. So worship.
1: Con- Okay, worship. And I was going to say. Oh, I'm
2: sorry, I should let you keep guessing.
1: I was going to guess confession.
2: Yes, ding, ding.
1: Ding, Boom. ding.
2: Woo-woo. Confession and humility is mm. what is mm. put together here. So I told you one, but Caleb, did you hear it? You can throw it out there.
0: Um. Did you hear <laughs> Worship. Worship. <laughs> praise and worship. Sorry, I got distracted with everything that's in yeah, front of me. That's awesome. Remember <laughs> <All laughs> that? <laughs> all the pretty it lights. Looks like remember too many that, buttons. Remember that distracting thing I was talking about earlier? <laughs>
1: yeah, that's awesome. I love it. <laughs> Squirrel.
2: No, yeah. So, like, praise and worship or adoration. Yep. So it's good if yep. in if in our prayer um, time we spend some time just naming what God is, who he is, God, yep. you are strong, God, you are faithful, God, you are.
1: And this is his great example that he gave us by saying, hallowed be your name. Exactly. So it's a, yeah. it's a form of, yeah, adoration, worship, acknowledgement, yep. um, putting, allowing God to be in the proper place. Yes. Yeah, yep. position, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yep. which goes along with then into confession and humility. Mm-hmm. Um, God, I am broken. God, I am in need of you. Yep. Um, God, and, I'm angry. And, being,
1: <laughs> and not only that, confessing specific sin, Lord. Oh, i absolutely. I'm wrestling with this, or this is what yeah. I did today, or I need help with this, or yeah. forgive me for this, or whatever it might be. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And I think um, that might be what you know, in some ways, what we're missing, right? In in some um, more mainline churches it would be kind of part of their
1: liturgy liturgy
2: right and um there's some some real beauty and um just value yeah in taking Mm -hmm. that time to look inwardly and saying okay god (laughs) and that's maybe too where where the silence piece comes in right Mm -hmm. where when we're Mm -hmm. praying and we just take a few moments to sit and say god what do i need to confess yep and and he, in his kindness, usually brings things to mind. And um, And
1: then in that listing, he reassures us that he's also forgiven us. Yeah. Right? It's yeah, an absolutely. opportunity for you to hear that you are his child and that you are loved and that he's forgiven you of that. Yep.
2: Yep. For so, sure. Any other guesses?
1: Did we not get them all? <clears throat> so there was confession, worship, adoration, petitioning.
2: So, blessings and benedictions mm. is in this list, Ooh, which okay. is pretty neat. I like it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, or spiritual warfare. Mm. Um, there are quite a few. There's probably more than five, but... <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, five are pretty...
0: Some yeah. of them say... <laughs> Who wrote this? <laughs> yeah,
2: adoration. So, yeah, a whole, a whole bunch for sure. But, again... Um, I wanted to show, because I think, again, it's good if we give um, like tools or whatever. So for a while, I have used this. This is a prayer journal, and um, it just guides you through. So you would start with um, a scripture, and this particular book, um, the main scripture, you would use for one whole week, actually. So you would really... um, really unpack or meditate on a small piece of scripture for Mm. an entire week. But then it would give you opportunity to reflect. And then um, a spot for a gratitude. Thank you, Lord. Um, A spot where you would write, you would journal, teach me. What do you want me to learn right now? Mm. Guide me um, in certain things. The concerns, the things on my heart, um, highlights and prayer requests so again, I found that um, sometimes when you just need you just need help <laughs> with spending some of your time, your prayer time with God, mm. these kinds of um, yep. tools or prompts can really help. Um,
1: yep, absolutely
2: filling in the time, so to speak, or the discipline. Um, I pulled out this book, too. This is a book that a friend gave to me. Um, it's called To Bless the Space Between Us. And the whole thing is a book of blessings. And um, again, I find that when, when you don't have words mm-hmm. for certain uh, times in your life, um, or your words feel inadequate, and your your heart feels more, or your mind, your anxiety, feels more than you actually have words for it's amazing how some of these um types of tools yep give words to what's going on inside yep. of
1: you and there's some great like ancient prayer books mm-hmm. that yep, are, the book of um, common prayer book of common prayer some of those things that are just yep. again awesome tools or help aids in terms of when you don't have the words or if you're a little stuck in a season um you know sometimes those things yeah
2: and our bibles
1: our bibles it's,
2: those that's, that's probably where we should have started yep the psalms um, but yeah <laughs> well. to to pray scripture um is is very meaningful and again i think gives words um yep. when when we fall yep. short or our words just we just don't have Yep. um yeah so i think
1: i think one of the things i want to reiterate for people watching and or listening mm-hmm. to this at a later time is that um I think what I want to remind us of this past hour has been really more about personal prayer, um, prayer between you and God. Like there, there's a whole other aspect of corporate prayer, Mm -hmm. which we Mm -hmm. haven't really got into. Um, and I've got a few things to say about that, which I certainly won't tonight. Um, but this really has been geared towards you and God. Mm -hmm. Like how can you increase in your own prayer walk with Christ, how can you um become more disciplined in it? Obviously is that it's our focus, spiritual disciplines. Uh so we want to encourage you as a team tonight, as Charmaine and I me and Caleb to just say, as Caleb said earlier, like if if you're not doing it, start it mm-hmm. for one. Don't be worried about what you're saying. Um it's it's not a competition it's not something to be great at or like not to be fearful (laughs) of to say well i i don't know how to do this so i'm not going to do it um just do it just talk to god Mm -hmm. well an example of just
0: doing it too is that what you see around you isn't actually what's going on in the world too mm -hmm. like i went to thailand for a month uh at a high school Mm -hmm. and the thai prayer which is like totally different than I like grew up with. It was really weird hmm. for me. Yeah. To them it was like awesome. Um and I I grew to appreciate it, but the Thai prayer is everyone speaks out loud their personal prayer all at once. Yes.
2: Yeah. That's how it was in Nepal. Yeah. yeah, and
0: it was just it was so bizarre cuz like yeah. you know, we we're so used to like <laughs> yes. you know taking our turn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the popcorn prayer or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um but yeah, like in other parts of the world, like what you see around you isn't even happening. So why get caught up of what's happening around you when like prayer is different everywhere. So,
1: and that's where your foundational understanding of God and and how gracious he is, how much he loves you, how much he just wants to hear from you. All of those things like is crucial. So don't get caught up in making mistakes or, Oh, I didn't maybe sound right tonight or whatever. Right. Like (laughs) you just, you just, you're his child. He just wants to talk with you. Yep. Yep. And uh, enjoy fellowship with you. So yep. yeah.
2: So as we wrap this up, um, it is eight o'clock. It would be good if we ended in prayer. Yes. <laughs> so I am um, just going to read a tiny bit. I'm going to pray a tiny bit out of uh, Psalm um, chapter eighty four just uh, the first few verses. So we're going to pray and I'm going to keep my eyes open because I'm reading,
0: (laughs) 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 not (laughs) driving. It's a practical thing. But I'm reading. That's good.
2: (laughs) Okay. But dear Lord, how lovely are your dwelling places, O Lord of hosts. Our souls long and even yearn for the courts of the Lord. Our hearts and our flesh sing for joy to the living God. The bird has also found a house and the swallow a nest for herself where she may lay her young. How blessed are those who dwell in your house. They are ever praising you. So God, we just um, commit this time to you. We thank Mm -hmm. you that you have given us this gift of prayer. We thank you that... We, um, can come directly to your throne and, uh, God, that you care about the details of our lives Mm -hmm. and that all of the things that take up space and the things that bring us joy and the things that, that make us sad, God, that you care about it all and you want to talk to us about it all. Mm -hmm. And so, um, we just thank you. We thank you that you are that personal that you know us that you see us that you love us and that you accept us as we are and that you love to hear our words you love to hear um, when we take the time God to shut out the noise of the world and all of the other things on our to-do lists and just sit in your presence mm-hmm. we thank you God we love you we just pray a blessing over our church family, and over the the ears that will hear this podcast. Mm-hmm. God, we pray that you would speak uh, to the heart that needs to hear from you. We bless you. We love you. In Jesus' name, mm. amen. amen.
1: Amen. 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 Amen.
2: And we're out.
1: Yeah, we're done. <laughs> <laughs> Have a great week, everyone. Have a great weekend. God bless.